nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash the Nerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode! Hello, oh lord, the fucking camera lag is back, god bless. That's what happens when you get a fried fucking MacBook, man. Anyways, we're here, we're live, it's me, Aiden Kosick, host of High Fly Radio, the greatest professional wrestling podcast in the world. Um, coming at you guys at um, one frame per minute. Um, <laughs> join the <laughs> Holy shit, it caught me drinking everything. Bro, I'm literally watching myself right now in slow motion. Oh my god, this is <laughs> atrocious. We have to cut that camera real quick while we figure that out. But not not with Raul today, but with the man, Keon. What's up, man? Yes, sir. <laughs> How y'all doing? How y'all doing, everybody? Uh, you know, it's a good it's a it's a good day to be alive, you know what I'm saying? Uh Got our first win last night. Me and my me and my tag partner KJ, you know what I'm saying. The um, we were once jobbers, and we fought our way out the trenches, and now we're like, I mean, I'm like <laughs> one and eight, something like that. So, um, you know what I'm saying. You just you just gotta keep fighting, man. No matter how hard it get, no matter how far down deep in the trenches you get, you keep fighting. You know what I'm saying. So, you know, it's oh, a good Lord, day. Bro. Yeah, that's me right now trying to fight this fucking camera, man. But anyways, uh, I guess I'm just going to come at you guys as as Mr. Cody Rhodes today, man, because it just ain't it just ain't working out, man. But yeah, guys, we're here today. We're going to be reviewing AEW Revolution. It was a pretty solid pay-per-view, in my opinion. Starting things off last night, you know, kick things off with the pre-show. We had the zero-hour match with Mark Briscoe. And the Lucha Brothers versus the Varsity Athletes. Um, man, we might have to just keep our thoughts real quick on this one. Because to be honest with you, bro, I was in the shower. <laughs> I did not see this <laughs> match, Keon, but I know you did. Uh, do you have any yeah. thoughts about this match? Was it entertaining? You know, what, what, what did you think? Um, I think it was pretty. I think it was pretty standard. You know, standard of the line. You know, kind of match. I mean, like Lucha Brothers always put on a good show. Mark Briscoe and the Lucha Brothers. They, mm-hmm. you know, they always put on a good show. So, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a really good match. Um, I think it definitely, of course, not the best that I've seen, but you know, we'll, we'll get to that later. The best, in my opinion, is, uh, <laughs> the best right. on the card, uh, <laughs> on the main card, we'll talk about later. But. Yeah. Yeah. And nice, man. Solid, solid. I, I, I kind of wonder what they're going to be doing with, Mark Briscoe over on AEW, um, you know, given obvious reasons. Uh, he's still holding on to the ROH uh, World Tag Titles, so it's kind of interesting. Um, wonder if they're going to vacate those and let another team get them, maybe the Lucha Brothers or someone like that. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's pretty interesting, but I, I didn't really see the match, you know. Uh, didn't you know? It wasn't something that I felt like I needed to see. But mm-hmm. after that match, things kicked off. The pay-per-view started. 
we had Ricky Starks versus Chris Jericho in a in a pretty solid opener, man. To be honest with you guys, I thought it was great. Uh, Chris Jericho hit a fucking code breaker out of the spear that Ricky tried to hit at one point, which was pretty fire. Um, mm-hmm. I just thought these guys. I just think these guys work really well together. Uh, the one thing that I will say about the match, though, uh, in my opinion, was just kind of like, bro. The whole point was Jericho Appreciation Society was banned from ringside. And then all of a sudden, fucking Sammy Guevara Sammy Guevara waltzing out and Aubrey's sitting there and she's like, hey, get out of here. And it's like, bro, that should have been an automatic DQ because the whole I think stipulation. It was, you, know, you know what I think it was? I think it was because of the fact that Sammy he didn't really get a chance to interfere because he was attacked like shortly thereafter like he was halfway down the ramp before he got like speared i don't know who 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 attacked him but uh, uh action and dready yeah so i think i think that was the reason why like there was no uh dq is because like he didn't really get a chance to interfere to like it, technically he did by like taking her attention away from you know them two but I, you know, I think like for the for the most part, um, that's why it wasn't really considered a DQ. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. Who knows though? Yeah, I mean, I I see the logic, but to me, it's like the whole fact that Aubrey's literally sitting there yelling at Sammy in action to be like, "Hey, get out of here!" It's like that's kind of the whole reason they were banned from ringside was to prevent any type of referee distractions or any type of distraction period. So to me, it was like mm-hmm. the moment Sammy Guevara went out there, it should have just been a DQ, but you know, that's just my opinion. Um, I thought the match was still good. Uh, Ricky Starks got the W the second W over Chris Jericho, which is you know, pretty fire. I wonder if the feud is going to continue on or not. I don't think it should. I think it was a nice, clean, easy, way to way to wrap this up uh yeah, let's let's see jericho move on to something else i think uh, i think so as well because i think any um any further and then they're just kind of dragging it um mm-hmm. i definitely think this is a, a a perfect point to just end this feud with ricky starks and chris yeah, jericho. Wrap it up. Uh, so yeah Ra- wrap it up wrap it up get it get it over with but speaking of getting things over with we had Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, and Christian Cage finally, finally having the blow off uh, to their feud. Uh, unfortunately, last year at full year, uh, Christian Cage and Jungle Boy were supposed to have their match, but Christian Cage was actually injured. So, or was it full year or was it all out? I actually think it was all out. I think it was all out where Christian Cage got injured. And then uh, essentially what they had to do was they had to drag the feud out with Jungle Boy to full gear uh, with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. That's right. And then Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus had the steel cage match. It was kind of like an extension to try to keep that feud going. But after that, they still didn't have Christian ready. So they kind of had to find things for uh, Jungle Boy to do. He was kind of hanging around with Hook, which I'm still bummed that they just kind of like dropped the whole jungle hook angle and they didn't even really do anything with it because i don't know i thought a quick back and forth between the ass boys and jungle hook would have been a a really good good way to uh uh, something really good for hook to do and something really good for jungle boy to do because essentially what you could have done 
You could have had the Ass Boys win the tag titles. You could have put the titles on uh, Jungle Hook. Or you could have had Wild Jungle Hook are challenging for the tag titles. Christian Cage comes out and, like, costs them the match. And then, you know, Jungle Boy is the one who gets pinned. That way Hook stays undefeated, you know. But I don't know. That That's just my thoughts. But anyways, this match mm-hmm. it was pretty awesome, man. What did you think about Christian Cage and, and Jungle Boy? Oh no, I thought I thought this I thought this match was really, really, really good. Um the most anxiety induced match uh, for me last night, considering what I had like the stakes that I had, I bet on that match. So mm-hmm. if Jungle Boy Jungle Boy sitting there at like the at the end, like just just goofing off before close closing the casket, I'm like, bro, close the coffin. Please, he like lent he he bent down like whispered in his ear, gave him a kiss, hugged him, like told him a bedtime story, went to go get him a burger before he closed the casket. I'm like, bro, close the casket and win, <laughs> like <laughs> Jesus, man. Um, but other than that, yeah, it was brutal. Sagan, I thought Luchasaurus was gonna come out. When yeah, that's forever. I was like, oh man, they're gonna screw him, aren't they? I was, I was getting like, bro, I was about to, I was really about to start screaming, bro, like actually, but um, yeah, it was brutal though. Um, Jungle Boy hit, um, I almost said Chris Jericho, no, he hit Christian Cage with the concerto, and that was oh, 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 that was that was that was tough, um, but yeah, that that match was. That match was really, really solid. I really enjoyed that match, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think uh, I'm I'm kind of just making this up. I just thought about this a couple of minutes ago, but I'm trying to think. Normally, this is what my brain does right after an AEW pay per view is that it's like, okay, where are we going next? Like, what's the next storyline? Like, what are the next kind of feuds that we're gonna see? I think maybe just kind of like swapping feuds with like the people that we talked about in the match before this. I think. Ricky Starks versus Christian Cage would kind of be an interesting feud that I think would be pretty fire. And I think Jungle Boy versus Chris Jericho Jericho. and like the, in the Jericho appreciation society would be pretty fire. Mm. Kind of throwback to long time ago, like when dynamite was just starting still in their first like six months. Um, when Jungle Boy challenged Chris Jericho for the, for the world title. And that was kind of like the first time that everybody, really got to see like what jungle boy was capable of and everyone kind of became a fan of him at that point i'd like to see them kind of run it back and let uh maybe let jungle boy you know beat chris jericho kind of drag that out to like all out or maybe uh, double or nothing I-, I don't know i think that'd be a pretty interesting feud plus you know there's matches to be had with you know you can you can do a whole thing where jungle boy versus daniel garcia jungle boy versus sammy guevara jungle boy versus jake hager you know, there's a lot that you can do mm. to kind of drag all that out. Um, right. You know, I think it'd be pretty interesting, man. I think it'd be pretty interesting. Pretty fire. Pretty fire. I think that's a cool idea. Uh, swapping, uh, swapping. you know, the storyline with uh, Christian Cage and uh, Chris Jericho. Yeah, I, I definitely think, I definitely think that'd be very, very interesting. Yeah, I, I'd be down to see it, man. But listen, guys, if y'all want to see things live, bro. Y'all got to go to SeatGeek.com, man. And guess what? You get $20 off your first purchase with the code, the NerdCore. T-H-E-N-E-R-D, 
C-O-R-P-S, folks. You see how, man, y'all could be watching these pay-per-views live, man. You could be saving money while doing it, bro. But our next match, but our next matchup on the card, what an incredible match this was, man, between the Elite and House of Black. This image right here, really, you know, that, that was my moment where it was like, shoot, man, I got to see Kenny Omega and Malachi now go at it. But at the end of it, the House of Black walked away with the World Trios titles. Keon, what did you think about House of Black versus the Elite? Yeah, this was the match. This was this was my match of the night, honestly. This this match was absolutely fire. I, you know, even though I had the elite winning, I'm not I'm not upset about the outcome. Truly, I'm not. Um that match, like I said, the elite, I've never seen a match with the elite that has ever disappointed me, like ever. Yeah. Um and Last night was no different. They put on a show, and um, and it's. Do you really expect anything as anything less from the elite match? Like truly, and not even. And I'm I'm kind of counting out House of Black because they did. They, man, this was this was a match, bro. This was a yeah. match. Yeah, this was fire. I loved getting to see Kenny Omega and uh, Buddy Matthews, Buddy Murphy finally interact for the first time. That was awesome. Especially because mm-hmm. people are always trying to say how Buddy's just a like Kenny clone. I think uh, last night everybody kind of stood out in their own way in this in this trios match. Um, I thought Brody looked awesome out there, just destroying the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks having to like team up to try to like cut him down was pretty fire. Malachi hitting that. That uh, that black mass on Kenny was man. That had me for a second. I thought that's when they were gonna win it. I was like, "Holy!" I shit, did too, bro. Yeah. And, then, and the Bucks coming in to save him. I thought that was awesome. It's a great match, man. It's pretty much man, yo. Brody is a br- that man is a brick wall, bro. That he oh, yeah. uh he man. I was I was like really hoping that they were gonna get him out like soon enough because. Bro, with him, with him in the way, they were not getting to Malachi. It just, it just wasn't happening. He, that man is, uh, how he, he's tall. He is big and he, he just cannot be moved. The fact that it took three, three of them. Cause I think at one point, all three of them super kicked him to the, t- yep. <laughs> in order to get that, that was just, that was nuts, man. He is uh he is something special. I can't wait to see what they do going forward, what House of Black does going forward, uh with the with the, the trios title. Yeah, me too, man. I'm I'm excited to see um all the different matches that they can have. I want to see House of Black have a rematch against the Dark Order, get that win back, because they never should have fucking lost that match. Shit was crazy. I don't know what y'all are thinking, bro. What are y'all doing? Um, you know, you can see House of Black versus Breast, like best friends. I don't know, man. There's all types of matches. House of Black versus Blackpool Combat Club. There's all types of stuff that you guys can do with them. Um, mm-hmm. I want to see House of Black kind of hold on to them for a while, though. Uh, I do want to see an Elite versus House of Black rematch at some point. Um, my my initial thought last night, I said this on the watch along, I thought the Elite was definitely going to retain, and then I thought we were going to get another 
best of seven series that was going to drag out till double or nothing. Because to me, I really didn't like the way that they actually built up the match between the Elite and House of Black. thought there should have been a lot more to kind of get there, but I don't know. Maybe that's what I get for fantasy booking it in my head. I just thought, you know, a whole series of like singles matches between the Elite and House of Black building up until you finally do the the trios titles would have been really fun, you know, I, but that's just my own selfishness wanting to see <laughs> like Kenny Omega <laughs> versus Buddy Matthews and like Kenny Omega versus Malachi. And, you know, I want, I wanted to see like, you know, I thought a, a handicap match between like the young bucks against Brody would be fire. I don't know something, man. Like I just mm. wanted to see all types of crazy stuff with them, but house of black winning. I'm not mad. I think it's awesome. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited for what, for what's in store for them, man. You know, Good, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, for sure. I agree. We also had also. last night Ruby Soho turned heel at the end of this AW Women's World Title Triple Threat. Uh, Jamie Hayter retained in a in a real interesting finish. It just kind of like boom, caught Ruby in a in a roll up, and that was it. Um, but I will say I thought the match was a lot better than I thought it would be. Uh, I, th- I thought the ladies really went out there and killed it. I think it was Soraya's best match that she's had since returning. Um, I think a lot of the credit on that definitely goes to Ruby Soho and Jamie Hayter, who definitely pulled their weight in this whole match. Uh, you know, it, it was it was pretty solid, man. But what do you think about Ruby Soho turning heel and joining up with, uh, with the, I don't know what they're calling them, the L girls? I don't know, bro. <laughs> Oh, uh, I think I think that's pretty interesting. Uh, I didn't I didn't expect Ruby Soho Soho to to turn heel like at all. Um, but I mean now she is. So, but I I think that um I think the match last night was I think it was pretty good honestly. Um, I haven't I haven't watched uh all, a lot of pages or I'm sorry, uh Soraya's. So, uh, Soraya's matches since she returned. Um, so I can't really comment on if it was her best match or not, but she's only I, I definitely th- three, so <laughs> ah, that, that makes sense. So it, that it, makes it, when, yeah, when did she return? It was like uh, November, she returned at Grand last? Slam last year, which was October, either November or no, either September or October. It was one of those, okay. but. I'm going to okay. go ahead. I'm going to look up. I'm going to see if she, what other matches she's had. Because all I can okay. remember is Soraya versus Britt Baker, which was... Uh-huh. Yeah, was I remember thing, that. I remember. That was a thing that happened. And then I do remember uh, Soraya versus Sky Blue a couple weeks ago on Dynamite. Mm, but I don't remember okay, anything okay. else. Okay, well, yeah. I, I mean, I yeah, I think um, the match last night was, was pretty good. It went pretty much how I expected it to go. Um, you know, I, there's there's not really much I can really uh comment on about the match. It was just like I think it was pretty standard match. There wasn't you know it was nothing too crazy. Um, it wasn't it wasn't boring. I definitely say that. Um, it was it was it was entertaining. I I think um, you know, going forward, I think it'll be interesting to see what Ruby Soho does as a heel going forward now that she's joined um whatever their whatever their um their team is called um but yeah i I I definitely uh i definitely think it'll be um it'll be 
very intriguing uh, to see what she does. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm looking at I'm looking at uh, uh, the internet wrestling database right now, and Soraya had the match against Britt Baker uh, at Full Gear last year, and then uh, she had a match with Tony Storm against Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter, uh, which was a tag match. And then mm-hmm. Soraya and Tony Storm and another tag match um, against the Renegade Twins. Uh, I definitely didn't see that. Um, don't watch Rampage, bro. <laughs> uh, then there was also Soraya versus Sky Blue, which I knew about that one. And then Soraya last night uh, in the Triple Threat. Uh, so, you know, mm-hmm. okay. you know, it's definitely the best performance that I've seen so far out of the four other matches that I have or the four total matches that I have seen out of the five since she's returned. Thought Ruby looked great last night. It was pretty, it was good. I know I saw a lot of people are mad about it. Honestly, I'm like, bro, how did y'all not see this coming, man? Like the whole storyline so far has been like, it's the girls who came from WWE are teaming up together against the girls who came from AEW. Right. Ruby came from WWE, bro. I don't know. How. Right. W- what was her name in WWE? It was Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot. Yeah, Ruby Riot. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, Ruby Riot. So I, I'm not surprised at all that she joined up with with Saray and Tony Storm. Plus, I think this puts a level of intrigue back on Ruby Soho that hasn't been there since she uh, came to AW uh, in 2020 or was it 2021? 2021 at All Out. So you know, I'm excited. Uh, maybe. Uh, Maybe maybe we put a title on Ruby at some point. I don't know. I, I I'd like to see that. But what you know, title do match. you think uh they put on Ruby? I think they should put the world title on Ruby. Because Ruby's mm. never had a title. Like Ruby's never had a title. So I think winning the, the, the women's world title would be would be would be great for her. Maybe they do like Ruby turns heel for a little bit and then they kinda like you know, she maybe she gets abused by Soraya. Maybe Soraya wins the world title, and then you just have like Ruby turn babyface, and she, you know, maybe she beats Soraya for the title. I think that'd be pretty fun. I don't know. Mm, that'd be that'd be fire, actually. Yeah, that'd I don't know. I'm, I, I'm a lot more intrigued with the AW Women's Division this year than I was last year. So you know, I'll, I'll say that, man. They've got they've got me interested to see what happens next, which is really all you can ask out of a a big angle on a pay-per-view what happens next and am i wanting to watch it or not and i'm wanting to see it yeah um i dude uh tony tony khan needs to get some writers bro because Mm -hmm. i will say that uh even though this pay-per-view was like like really really good or like really decent um the 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 build-up man the build-up for this pay-per-view was just so lackluster. It was like, yeah. it was painful almost. Like some of these, some of these matches, and I think like, cause I I got my match of the night out of the way, because the rest of these matches probably besides the main event, uh, boy, yeah. oh man, I forgot to mention, yeah, uh, Elite versus House of Black was definitely my match of the night, also, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. All right. And we'll, we'll talk about what a lot of people's other uh, match of the night was uh, towards the end, because I think that's what majority of people are going to say. But, man, this match was not my match of the night, man. Uh, Hangman Page versus John Moxley. Man, I already know people are going to be shitting on me for that. But listen, guys, I, I, I don't think this needed to be a Texas death match, 
I also just thought that the positioning on the card at where it was was really awkward. Because to me, it felt like this should have been like a lights out match at the end of the show. Like, I know Danielson and MJF, you know, they're your draw. You know what I mean? They're the reason why people are really buying the shows to see MJF and Danielson. But we'll kind of talk about the pros and cons of booking a, a 60 minute Iron Man match on a pay-per-view like this. But by this point in the show, I was ready for bed. <laughs> I was yes. like, dog, I, I'm, I'm already exhausted. And now I have to sit here and I have to watch a fucking death match. And then I've still got to watch three more matches after this. So that to me is really the, like if this was the main event of like one of those special dynamites, or one of those special rampages. I thought this would have been amazing. But I don't think that this needed to be a match on the card. I know it's John Moxley and it's Hangman Page. And I'm saying this with hindsight. But I, I wouldn't have booked this te- Texas death match for it. Um, that being said, I thought this match should have been like six minutes shorter than it was also. But I do like the fact that Hangman won by hanging a man. So thumbs up for that. Yeah. Yeah. Kim, that what was, you think uh, about it? I thought I thought the match was um I thought it was good, honestly. Uh but uh, yeah, just like you said, by this point I was already like I mean I wasn't I think it was probably after this match where I was re- I was like, okay, alright. Because because like you said, um it definitely could have been like a few several minutes shorter than it was. Um yeah. There were so many spots that I thought was the finish, and when they weren't, I was like, oh, that would have been a perfect yeah. place to end it. That would have been a perfect Same. place to end it. Like Same. the dead eye on the chair, I was like, mm-hmm. just pin him. <laughs> I was like, just pin yeah. him. That's it. That's that should be the finish. Um So, but yeah, I thought I thought this match was good. Uh yeah, him I I'm not gonna lie, like I thought somehow I I would say that <laughs> this match definitely did showcase how much of a psychopath John Moxley is. This man pulled a fork out of his boot and like made Hangman Page bleed like dramatically, bro. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of, that was wild when he busted that fork out and was like, "I'm to eat dinner." Pulled, that man pulled out the fork that he cut his steak with last night. <laughs> And just went to town on Hangman Page's forehead, bro. It was yeah. hilarious. Um, was and then the the brick. Oh man, I I, I was fully expecting uh, John Moxley to get his 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 noodle dropped on on those bricks, bro. <laughs> Seriously, that was that was that was tough. Uh, and yeah, him him getting him getting hung by. Uh, those chain links that was boy boy yeah. oh boy i don't think but i've that, ever seen moxley like tap out that was some, that was a thought that I, I was like i can't remember ever seeing moxley tap out i think i've seen moxley like get knocked out unconscious but like i can't remember ever seeing john moxley like tap out you know what? That is a that's a very that's a very good point. I can't really recall ever seeing him tap out either. Uh I would have to look I would have to look that up. But I yeah, I don't recall ever seeing him tap out either. And that's interesting because 
out of all people, it was, I mean, like, I, I, I say, I don't say that with like, you know, negative connotation. Um, but I'm saying like out of all people, it was hangman. I, I don't know it that I think that was like, I think that's, that's really, uh, interesting. Yeah. I don't remember. He, he had that man. <laughs> he, he, I, I thought he was going to die, bro. <laughs> I was, I, I was like genuinely watching that. And toward the end when he put the chain around his neck, uh, from in the ring and he started pulling, I was like, okay, bro. I think, I think at this point it's probably over. If you don't tap out in about two seconds, he's, he's, he's going to die, bro. And also yeah. I didn't know that some, you could win by submission. Oh, in the Texas death match. Yeah. I think yeah. it's pretty much just like, it's either if you can't get back up to your feet, if you get knocked out or if you tap. Yeah, okay. I okay. I think that's pretty much the rules. It's just not, it's not pinfall. Okay, well, that look, that makes sense. Makes me look dumb because I did just say just pin him, but you know, y'all know what I meant. I just thought right. you know, I just thought he should have just been on the ground. I thought that should have been it. Yeah, but yeah. you know, Hangman is is undefeated in Texas death matches, man. That's it's uh, that's his forte, man. Texas death match in every state but Texas, except for that one time <laughs> uh, that he that he uh, hung Adam Cole on Easter and everybody was pissed. Uh, <laughs> it was funny as hell. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, because uh, Hangman and, and Adam Cole had a match in Texas. Uh, it was mm-hmm. a death match. It was a Texas death match on Rampage. And it was uh, Good Friday. And <laughs> fucking Hangman, <laughs> Hangman hung uh, Adam Cole <laughs> in one of the spots on there. And everybody was like, bruh, Hangman hanging Adam Cole <laughs> and him looking like he's dying on Good Friday is crazy. Oh, man, that, nah, that's crazy. <laughs> because he had, like, because he had put the, uh, the barbed wire or, like, around his head and was, like, bashed him. And it <laughs> literally, like, the imagery was, like, it was so, <laughs> it was so, like, on point, bro. I will have to go look hilarious. that up. Yeah, you have to look it up. You have to. I have to look it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to show that to you, man. It was hilarious, but you know, uh, man, I was gonna say, speaking of hilarious, but it's only hilarious to me because I just <sighs> Wardlow and Samoa Joe, man. Uh, Wardlow challenged for the TNT title, uh, defeated Samoa Joe, uh, using Samoa Joe's own finisher against him. Um, yeah, you know, Wardlow is now a two-time TNT champion. He got his title back. Listen, bro, y'all know how I feel, man. I, I just think the Wardlow train is dead. Uh, they should have pushed him to the moon when he was still Goldberg hot uh, coming off of the MJF feud at last year's Double or Nothing. It's kind of crazy to me, like, how fast that he burnt out. He fell off. That. Yeah, and and it, a lot of it has to do with MJF. A yeah, a lot of it has to do with MJF and like him stealing the spotlight that weekend for Wardlow's big win against him. With the whole like, oh, is MJF even going to be at the pay per view? Is he not going to be at the pay per view? And then MJF taking all the momentum away from Wardlow again um, at All Out last year. Whenever MJF came out at the end of the pay per view. But then Punk <laughs> taking all the momentum away from MJF, whatever with the whole <laughs> brawl out situation, 
And then, of course, the title get you know everything just kind of trickled out into into another thing. And you know, karma's a bitch, but I just have not really been a fan of anything that they've really done with Wardlow. They drug it out way too long for him to get that TNT title with that feud against Scorpio. Um, I just I'm not a uh, I, I don't like I saw some really impressive moves from Wardlow last night. Don't get me wrong, but I just his charisma. It's just so off. Like, I'm just not interested in him as a character. He's just very one-dimensional to me. But I don't know, man. What do, what do you think about Wardlow winning the TNT title? Uh, and what do you think about the match that he had with Samoa Joe? Uh, I'll start. I, I think I'll start with uh, the match first. Um, the match was... Yeah, this... Okay, so by this time was when my attention span started to taper off, bro. Like, I felt like... I felt like I had the gold brain of a fish by this point. I, I said the gold brain. The gold. Exactly. The, I, That's exactly how it made you feel, huh? I, I felt like I had the brain of a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> by this point in the pay-per-view. And this match, like, didn't really improve that, like, at all. Like, it was pretty boring like yeah like you know um wardlow had some really good you know he, he did some impressive things but the match itself was just boring like truly truly it was it was it was really really boring um i i i expected wardlow to win um the tnt the tnt title just because like uh, Samoa Joe still has the the ROH title, so um, I I I expected I I expected Samoa Joe to drop the TNT title to Wardlow, but uh, yeah, I this this was probably the most egregious match on the card because this this could have been on Dynamite Rampage something, bro. Like yeah. it was oh, nothing yeah. special at all. Yeah, especially this late in the evening. For them to have this match was just like, bro. Yeah, really. And it and, and it was on. all the setup for you know Wardlow versus Hobbs. So yep. it, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I agree with what Stacy says. Uh, if anything, he's a transitional champion to get to Hobbs when he cashes in his Sonic ring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And and it's already been confirmed. Uh, I saw on Twitter this morning, Wardlow versus Hobbs. This yeah. Wednesday on Dynamite okay. for the TNT title. I really hope that it's just Hobbs time. Like, yeah. It, I don't I need to see Wardlow have another run with this title. I really don't. Um, if anything, maybe it gives Wardlow something to do. If you want to have Hobbs just go in and destroy Wardlow. And then maybe you build up for a rematch at double or nothing. I don't know. I, I would still have Wardlow retain. Or not Ward, I would still have Hobbs retain at that point. Just because I'm out of the two be big, beefy sons of bitches, man. I'm on Team Hobbs. I think Hobbs has, Hobbs has the charisma. He's got the physique. He's got one of the best spine busters like, in, the, in the entire wrestling business. Um, it's, it's amazing. I just think Hobbs has everything. Um, I, you know, I think he's going to be it's either him or Starks. Uh, one of those two is going to be the first uh, black AW champion, which I know is something that people, you know, are making a big deal about. But, you know, it'll happen whenever it happens, guys. Stop trying to force shit. But, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think that 
he's up there on that level to be at that point. So I'm excited for them to push Hobbs. Is <laughs> really how I feel about the yeah. Joe and Wardlow match. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Hobbs. Uh I agree. I'm Tame Hobbs. Uh, you know. Again, Wardlow, uh yeah, he fell off a cliff, bro. Uh they really Hell. screwed up Wardlow's momentum. Lidlow. Like, Little, <laughs> Lardlow. Yeah, yeah. Got to take the W uh, way and put it with the L. Lardlow, Lardlow, Lardlow. Okay, anyways. <laughs> Sorry, Wardlow. Anyway, yeah, no. You know, it is I, what it is. I, 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 yeah, it, yeah. Pretty much. That's how. That's how you say it. It is what it is. But yeah, I'm Team Hobbs. Uh, I can't wait to see that go down. Um so Hobbs can get the TNT championship and elevate it. Uh, because right now, the the that championship is not really in a good place being around Wardlow's waist. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Morph, move the focus from the big guys when Hobbs wins. Move to Starks versus Hobbs, Starks versus Hobbs for actual stakes. That storyline farted its way to conclusion last year. Yeah, and my thought always was generally the way that Starks and Hobbs ended on Rampage, I always figured that Hobbs or Starks was going to come back and he was going to get his win back over Hobbs eventually, but it would be for a title. And I think, I don't think Starks is going to be the guy to be MJF anymore. Um, for a while there, I kind of thought, okay, Ricky Starks is going to be the guy who's going to beat MJF at the end of the year or, you know, whenever whenever MJF's title reign ends. Uh, the more that we get into this title reign, though, the less likely I think that's the case. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think that something for Starks to do in the meantime would be TNT champion. I think Starks would be a great TNT champion, and I think a Starks-Hobbs feud would be great. So maybe you put the title on Hobbs on Wednesday and then Starks comes out and maybe you go with building up to Starks versus Hobbs at double or nothing. I don't know. I think that would be I think that would be great for that title. Uh, I think that would really elevate that title. I think that'd be yeah, I think that'd be good, man. I don't know what else is next for Wardlow though. I think Wardlow kinda has to turn heel at this point. It's really not I don't know. You know what? Yeah, now that you mention it, I feel like that may be his only option. If they want to build any sort of momentum with him again, yeah, his only option at this moment would be to turn heel. I don't know. And Wardlow, I think probably Jungle Boy. Uh, say again? Wardlow and Jungle Boy feud for like the All Atlantic title or something. I don't know. Like, do mm -hmm. something. Because, you know, you want to make Ward like. You invested so much in Wardlow, you want to make him feel important, but it's like when you see the reaction that he got last night, it's just like, oh, is this worth really like running rough. with anymore, or like do we need to like take this back and rework it? I don't know. Yeah, it was rough. Neither of them really got a reaction last night, and that's that is saying something because especially Samoa Samoa Joe, like what's been going on with Samoa Joe? Because like, yeah. It it's like, bro. It, it pretty much both of them fell off a cliff. To be honest, and it, it <laughs> I don't know, man. That yeah, nah. That is 
That's rough. Maybe it just has something to do with the build-up to the pay-per-view for both of them just not being exciting, like, whatsoever, but, mm-hmm. uh, it, yeah. They they definitely got to do something for Wardlow yeah. now. Yeah, y'all, they, they got to change it up somehow. But we also had the AEW World Tag Titles were on the line in a fatal four-way, but no one gives a fuck. All we really care about Top guys are back, man. FTR mm-hmm. came out at the end, right after the the Gun Club uh, retained uh, over Danhausen. They pinned Danhausen uh, to retain the titles. There was a couple moments, man, where I thought Jeff Jarrett, <laughs> Jay Lethal were gonna win those titles, bro. Bro, it was, it was scary. But the top guys returned, man. Hat- we all knew dude. it was coming. I'm pretty sure we all saw like. A, the AEW's life flash before our eyes. A, we saw their life flash before our eyes. Oh, uh, yeah. When Jeff Jarrett had got had gone for the pain, bro. Because we not. Nah, at that point, if they had won, it would have been the downfall of AEW right there. Right there. Uh, at that precise moment, just go ahead and put the tombstone on their grave. Because... There is no way that Jeff Jarrett and Jay, Fle- Jay Lethal having those titles would improve anything AEW related. Anything. So, I'm glad that, uh, I'm just, listen, even if uh, the Guns hadn't won, I'm just glad Jay, uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal didn't win, bro. That's it. That's how I feel. Um, You know, had Dan Housen won, you know, that would have been cool. Had uh you know the acclaimed one that would have actually no because my uh, uh, my ops were rooting for the acclaimed so never mind um <laughs> yeah uh but yeah FTR yeah W I, as far as like the acclaimed thing I don't know um I really feel like the match really should have just been the guns versus the acclaimed. Um, but I kind like seeing how FTR came back. I understand why they try to make it a multi-match. So that way, you know, you don't pin the acclaimed, you don't make them lose any more heat and they've already lost because the acclaimed have kind of like, they haven't fallen off a cliff yet, but the acclaimed is fizzling out. Mm. <laughs> like, like it's not, it's not dead or anything, but it's just, it's not what it was, but I don't think it ever really will be what it was again. Cause when the acclaimed, when the acclaimed, blew up the way they did it was because of how good that match was against Keith Lee and Swerve mm-hmm. uh, and after after them not putting the titles on them then you know that just kind of like that sparked the whole the acclaimed movement but I just I think we're kind of past that point in time and a lot of people shit on like the guns for being the tag champs I don't I actually think the guns are doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing and getting people to hate them and getting you to want to see FTR come back and kick their ass. It's pretty much the exact reason why they put the titles on them. So, you know, double or nothing, I'm pretty sure we'll be getting FTR versus the ass boys. And FTR going to win those titles back, man. And it, it'll be it'll be great. Get to see a two-time FTR. It'll be awesome, man. I'm still bummed we never got to see FTR hold all the titles. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. We, we got to see them hold a whole bunch, so. I'm excited mm-hmm. for FTR. I love FTR. You guys already know. Greatest tag team of all time. Greatest tag team to ever ever exist. Uh, FTR. Top guys, man. Top guys. 
Yeah, I I I could definitely see that happening with FT, FTR. Um, I do. So I have a question. Do you think? Do you think that there's a chance that uh, the guns drop the titles to anyone before FTR? Nah, not at this point. Because because the guns had beaten FTR on the holiday bash i believe i didn't believe it was holiday bash in san antonio at the end of december uh, mm-hmm. kind of towards the down the down and that's kind of started the spiral down for like ftr where like all of a sudden they're losing all the titles you know they lost the roh titles they lost the iwgb titles they lost the AAA titles and now they're losing to, to the guns and it was kind of like to me that was like the rub of like ftr putting the guns over as like these are legit guys but the way they did it, it was like a roll-up cradle. So now it's kind of like, okay, now we're gonna get to see the actual like the actual match between the guns and FTR. And FTR gonna go out and they're gonna hit that shatter machine, which they're <laughs> dubbing it now. The big rig is no more, man. I don't know. I like big rig more than shatter machine, actually. I think big rig was pretty a fire name. Um, but that's just me. That's just me, guys. But yeah. But yeah, no, I think I think the guns are gonna hold those those titles for a while until uh until FTR get their hands on them, probably double or nothing. That's what I would assume. Okay. So we're not too okay. not too far away from double or nothing. About a month and a half, really, because March, April, May. Well, I guess like two and a half months, but you know, there's a there's a lot to do in two and a half months. Yeah, that's true. Um, I yeah I I was just I just I was just curious just because. I don't know. Um, obviously, they're setting up uh, the the guns and FTR again, probably to drop FTR um, the tag titles again. So I was just curious what you thought about them possibly dropping the titles to anybody else, um, which yeah, I didn't. I didn't. You know, probably not. Probably not at this point. Um, I, I think they're just. I think they're just holding them warm for FTR, man. Been, you know, been, been thinking that for a while now. Yeah. But listen, guys, our final match to talk about, man, it's a sixty-minute Iron Man match. Listen, folks, if you want to be able to go sixty minutes, then you probably got to be training. If you're going to be training, you probably need some supplements, bro. So you guys probably. Should go to ambrosiacollective.com and get yourself five percent off all your supplements over there, guys. Pre-workout, plant protein, testosterone boosters, fish oils, mental jewels, organ support, everything that you need in your entire life, bro. Five percent off with code the nerdcore, T H E N E R D C O R P S, ambrosiacollective.com, man. Get your mind, body, and spirit right. But yeah, the 60-minute Iron Man match, bro. Between MJF and Brian Danielson, uh, unfortunately, uh, at this point, my brain uh, had decided that uh, any wrestling pay per view that goes over four hours, um, we're just gonna shut off at this point. So, what I do remember about the match, I remember thinking a lot of the falls were really creative about how they got there with the Iron Man match. Uh, you know. Danielson hitting the Bazaiko knee for one, and then MJF hitting Danielson with the low blow, which gave Danielson another point, but it let MJF get two like immediate back-to-back pins. Uh, I thought that was great. Um, 
Then them, uh, I think I think there was a, I can't. There was a the roll up. Yeah, there was a roll up. Um, you know, they they tied. Which was by that. that was so confusing because I swear during that roll up, MJF was on top. And remember. it gave the point to I don't think so. Oh wait, I forgot. It was the low blow that gave Danielson yeah. the the Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, MJF hit him in the nuts and then they gave yeah, they gave Danielson a point for that cuz you know, you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that ma- that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so they ended up tying by the end of it. There was a couple points where I really thought Danielson was going to win this title for you know, for there was a couple points man where it was real yeah. close. That Danielson was that was scary. M- yeah, Danielson had MGF and the the LaBelle lock uh, towards the end of the, the match. And as soon as the timer went out, MGF started tapping. Fans were pissed. You know, ended in a draw. MGF retained. Fans were chanting bullshit. They restarted it. It went into sudden death. Uh, MGF is trying to use the title to cheat. Bryce takes it away. MGF digs in his in his sack, he pulls out the dynamite diamond ring, which he always keeps it in there, bro. I always wondered, to just put it around his <laughs> cock, bro. What the fuck? I dude, I was just thinking that, bro. I, I'm pretty sure he just puts it around his meat, bro. Yeah, straight uh, up. Because otherwise, that would just be so uncomfortable to just keep that like there. Yeah. Like, uh, bro, no, I, I don't, I don't know about y'all, but I could not keep a uh, a scratchy like diamond ring. And no, 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 no. No. Nah, bro. Especially doing all those moves and shit. Come on, bro. What are you yeah. doing? Y'all crazy. So I'm pretty sure he just keep... he just takes. No, oh, he had to do the visual representation. Oh lord. Oh, lord. <laughs> pause. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, nah, pause, bro. But pause. No, nah, I'm pretty sure he just keeps it around with me, bro. That. Hundred percent confirmed. So MJF takes his, his cock ring off and tries to hit Danielson with it. Ref stops that. So ref is doing everything in his power to get MJF to 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 win this match clean. Uh, MJF rolls out of the ring, grabs the hydrogen or the oxygen tank that they had left uh, sitting there because you know they started the match abruptly. Hits Danielson with it and then uh, submits Danielson with his own move to to retain mm-hmm. the AEW World Title. What did you think about the match? You know, was it fire, bro? Was it? I, okay, the match, the match, the match was good. I liked it, but bro, I knew. Oh, I knew, I knew, I knew it was gonna happen because by this time, everybody was like, we, we, for, since the beginning of the pay per view, we had dreaded this match because of the fact that it was sixty minutes, like going, like continuing on from like an already like three and a half hour pay per view. And then we had to watch a 60-minute Iron Man match. And, bro, I knew it was going to happen. And I said, I was like, I, well, I, I'm pretty sure, like, all of us have said it. We were like, bro, if they go into overtime, like, bro. <laughs> and they did. They did the sudden death. Uh, So, I think the total ended up about 67 minutes. Yeah. Um. And man, I just, oh, bro. Y'all are Why? telling me, y'all are telling me that y'all couldn't have just had that tag match on Rampage, and y'all couldn't have just had like 
Moxley and Hangman on or Wardlow and Joe on Rampage or like the women's world title on Rampage because a lot of these could have just been like Dynamite or Rampage matches because my whole thinking going into this pay-per-view build was okay we don't really know too much about the card because obviously we know there's a 60-minute Iron Man match okay if you're gonna have a 60-minute Iron Man match bro you can't have that many other matches on the card and if you are they all have to be quick bro and it was just the pay-per-view was just too fucking long for a 60-minute Iron Man match to be at the end of it. I know Tony Khan enjoys this kind of stuff, man. But for me as a viewer, I was just annoyed. Um, mainly because we do it for content. You know, if I was mm-hmm. watching this and we weren't doing it for content, definitely would have paused and, like, stopped this pay-per-view halfway through and then enjoyed the other half at another point on another right. day. And maybe my my enjoyment would have been a lot better, but I don't know, man. I thought the match was awesome, but it's just like it's just too fucking. I'm not saying the match is too long. I'm just saying the pay per view itself was too long for this type of match to be on. Right, exactly. Because I get I get the allure of a 60 minute Iron Man match, and I I enjoy Iron Man matches. I think they're great, but it's just like. Man, I really didn't need to see it at the end of this pay per view, dude. That's why I was like. Hangman and Mox should have just been like a lights out at the end of it. Because it's like, bro, if you want to stay and watch some more crazy shit, then by all means. But like, if you just want to watch this world title get defended and then go home, brother, I would have gone home. I would I would have said, nope, I'm good. You know, and dip. Um, <laughs> shout out to MJF yeah. for splashing that kid with the water, though. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, nah, that... <laughs> that shit was nah that hilarious. that was so because he took i didn't realize that he took the cup from the i'm guessing that was that must have been his mom yeah it was his mom uh, uh he, he took the cup from his mom and threw it at, bro that is so that kid what that kid someone said that kid was sleeping <laughs> <laughs> well I, I i thought i thought he was sleeping but i saw more clips of it and i was like i don't think he was sleeping i think he was just uh, no nah, i don't think he was killing. sleeping i don't it would have been better if he was sleeping. Nah, better. that nah, that would have been so funny. <laughs> uh, because that's what that's why I was like, nah, him sleeping during this is crazy. Yeah, and that's Twitter a kid, so you know how much energy they have. Yeah, Twitter was pissed at MJF for uh for first for throwing the water on him, and apparently the kid was fucking like livid, dude. Like apparently the kid was like pissed off and the mom got pissed and it ended up being a whole thing where like literally like they had to go talk to the parents and like they ended up bringing the kid backstage and he got to meet like a whole bunch of wrestlers and stuff or whatever but it's like bro it's part of the man i would have just laughed if mjf splashed me with water bro i would have laughed my ass off. i would have been like bro you will not believe mjf just splashed me with water bro Because of course he would. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, it's good. I, I, I wasn't even surprised by it because that's a hundred percent within his character to do something like that. So, like, I, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I've seen MJF spit gum out of his mouth at fans. I've seen MJF like steal people's drinks. I've seen MJF motorboat women on his way to the mm-hmm. ring. Bro. I've seen MJF do everything, bro. And you're going to get mad that you splash some water on you, bro. Don't fucking stand there and be yelling at him then if you don't want some shit to happen, bro. You know what it, you know what MJ I mean, does. it, so, the okay, the difference between, like, 
I, I can't because it's a kid. Like, it's not like, if it was a random adult, like, sure, like, I, you know, I would, I could see, like, being upset. But, like, not saying, not saying that, like, I disagree. <laughs> nah, bro. You know, you know, because I, I, I think it's funny. Kids? You know what I but, say about the kids, bro? Fuck the kids. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them kids, bro. <laughs> fuck them kids. Oh man, nah. But I, I thought the, I thought that was funny. <laughs> the gold ring already turned, turned green. Oh no. Just don't have a sixty-minute Incredible Hulk match. You wouldn't like him when he's described. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Oh lord, man. Oh anyway, man. Let's uh I haven't I haven't done this. Out of five stars, Keon, what would you rate this AEW revolution pay-per-view? I'd give it a three point five. Three point five. Three and a half stars. Yeah. I'm I think I'm right there with you, man. About three and a half. I thought there was a lot of matches on here that I just didn't need to see on this pay-per-view. Um, I thought there were some good matches though. I like the women's world title match. Uh, I love the trios uh, title match. It was my match of the night. I, I, you know, I I thought the the Iron Man match was great. I think I'll enjoy it a lot more when I go back to rewatch it at some point in time in the future. Don't know when that will be, but I'm also glad that the haters are shut the fuck up and realize that MJF can go. Uh, I, I don't know how many times I've had to get on this podcast and defend the fact that MJF is genuinely fucking phenomenal wrestler and i don't know how people don't see that but now they've seen it and they know it so good shit man. yeah three and a half three and a half out of five man that's that's about where i'm at with it too man yeah but all right folks um, again tony khan i just need you to decrease the length of these pay-per-views man please please bro Double nothing's gonna be fuck bro double nothing's gonna be no, it's, it's over in vegas bro stay on that fucking that West Coast time, that might be gonna be wild, in bro. Yeah. Double nothing is gonna be five hours minimum, bro. A hundred percent. Oh lord. Anyways, guys, well, if y'all want to, you know, if you gotta stay comfortable though. You know, it's long pay per views, man. If you want to stay comfortable, might want to go get some uh, some High Fly Radio merch, man. We got the link for that down in the description. Keep it nice and cozy, man. Uh, yes, you know, blankets sir. and towels and shit coming soon, man. Crazy, crazy. But this week, guys part of our, our rock along man we've only got two more stops on the road but this week black adam you heard it here first man we're doing the black adam movie commentary that drops wednesday for champion patrons so definitely go check that out patreon.com forward slash the nerdcore then also support all of our links down in the description below as well twitter instagram all that good stuff man keon where can people find you you can find me everywhere twitter Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, and Mr. Chillzone. You can also find me later on tonight doing a review on episode eight for the game record. Uh, episode eight of The Last of Us for the game record. And also every first Sunday of every month hosting Game Record, where we talk all that gamer shit. So make sure you guys definitely stay tuned for that every first Sunday of every month. Yes, sir. That's been all for at three p.m. That's been all for High Fly Radio, folks. Don't tap out. Tune in.
Mm-hmm. <laughs>